Today is Tuesday, June 28th, 2022. Joe Biden paid for Hunter's Russian hookers and left a voicemail on Hunter's phone saying he knows about his ties to the Chinese Communist Party. Meanwhile, Kamala Harris says that she's the daughter of a woman. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. What if we told you some of Joe Biden's money may have wound up in the hands of a human trafficking ring? And what if that human trafficking ring was run out of Russia? We're not kidding. According to the Washington Examiner, in early 2019, Hunter spent over 30 G's on Russian sex workers. And it was the big guy who was footing the bills, sending Hunter at least $100,000 all in one month. And it looks like Hunter was using it to pay Russian prostitutes. Newly obtained text messages by the Examiner shows one instance where Hunter negotiated the price of a 16-hour tryst, costing him a pretty penny, too. Almost $10,000. But here's the kicker. Less than 90 minutes after Hunter received wire instructions, his dad, Joe, just happened to send him five grand. Are we supposed to assume that it's just all a coincidence? Will you be the judge? And just hours later, still short of the full escort's fee, Hunter got into what appears to be a little dispute with the sex trafficking ring, telling his Russian point person that the escort didn't speak English and was frustrated. Do you ever get the impression that the Biden family is fake, right? It must be. This has to be a sitcom that's been put on by China and Russia and North Korea and Iran in order to destroy America in order to laugh at all of us. And they sit back and they chuckle and they call each other on Friday night and they watch the Joe Biden show, all ending in the destruction of this nation because there's no way you can have a family that is this idiotic. At some point, they have to be doing this on purpose. Now, I'm old enough to remember when the American corporate media turned all of its collective attention boxes and writing and computers and cell phones and broadcast social media platforms by the millions turned in to see Brett Kavanaugh accused by a lady named Christine Blasey Ford, who nobody even knows if they've ever even met, of all manner of boofing. I remember when Stormy Daniels was wall-to-wall news. Every utterance from her mouth went viral. And Michael Avenatti, her lawyer, was mused to potentially be the presidential nominee in 2020. Will you run for president? Asked Brian Stelter as he frothed at the mouth and then used that froth to wipe and polish Michael Avenatti's boots on CNN with his tongue. The American... Media couldn't get enough scandal, couldn't get enough intrigue out of the Trump years or the Kavanaugh years. They couldn't stop themselves when it was Anita Hill saying that Clarence Thomas had committed sexual assault against her. You may recall those hearings in 1991 if you were around. Clarence Thomas, of course, having a beautiful revenge arc, and we'll cover that in a special later this week. But when you have the Biden family, who is, as we know now in our breaking stories this morning, on camera paying Russian prostitutes who have been human trafficked. They may be underage. You have the President of the United States sitting in the Oval Office right now on voice recording 
talking about his son's illegal and dirty business with the communist Chinese government, of which he had publicly declared he knew nothing about. Our corporate press is silent. There's nothing wall-to-wall. There's no flaming headlines or camping out in front of people's houses or bombshell 60-minute interviews. There's nothing. There's silence. As silent as the new fallen snow. Yet here we are with visual evidence. You can see it in living color of the president's son berating a Russian hooker and his father, the sitting president of the United States, paying for that Russian hooker. Let's go into the story. The Washington Examiner. Joe Biden unwittingly helped finance Hunter's trysts. That's a nice way to say that. With Russian-linked escorts. President Joe Biden apparently unwittingly financed his son's participation in an escort ring. Who says unwittingly, by the way? Can I just stop right here from the Washington Examiner? Who says unwittingly? I I didn't say unwittingly. Who knows if Joe Biden knew this money was going to the Russian escort? That's for Joe Biden to say. When is Joe Biden going to get the question, hey, you're talking a lot about Vladimir Putin. What about Vladimir Putin's hookers who were bawling your son? You know the dossier they had on Trump, the PP tapes? That's actually probably written about Hunter Biden. They just changed the names. They just did a Control-F search for the name Hunter Biden. All of that's true. I I take it back. I take it back. We had the Steele dossier. We had the very sad result of the Durham trial a couple weeks ago. Maybe it was all true. Maybe I will be the one having to apologize today because it was all true. The dossier was simply written about the Bidens and not Donald Trump. They just control F, they searched it, and they just replaced the names. I think maybe that's what happened. We have it on camera. Here we go. Hunter Biden spent 30 grand on escorts, many of whom were linked to a .ru, a Russian email address where workers with an exclusive model agency called Uber GFE during a three and a half month period between November 2008 and March of 2019. This is well underway. Joe Biden either deciding to run for president or considering running for president. So here's what Hunter Biden was doing while his dad was considering running for president. He managed to do this thanks in part to Joe Biden committing in writing to him a total of $100,000 to pay his bills through January 2019. In one instance, Joe Biden wired his son $5,000 while he was actively engaged with an escort, a Russian prostitute, probably sex trafficked from an Eastern European country. In another, texts indicate that Hunter Biden convinced his father to wire him twenty grand to finance his stay at a New York City drug rehabilitation program that he never checked into. What's wrong with you? Hunter told the Washington Examiner shortly after the story was published. (laughs) There's no suggestion in these messages that Joe Biden knew that his son was spending the money to support his Russian hooker fetish. But how do we know? You can have a phone call. It doesn't have to all be in text. You can pick up the phone and say, hey, dad, it is now time for me to have my own Russian oil blockade 
we won't go any farther down that metaphor. We're currently in the month of June 2022. June 6th, 1944 was the infamous D-Day landing, something that changed the history of the world. Do you know that not since that landing has the S&P 500 had a worse start to their year? Not since World War II have stocks been hammered so hard in this nation. We were at global war before we had such a plunge in the stock market, Amazon down 37%, Tesla down 40%, and crypto just decimated. Now is the time, ladies and gentlemen, to start thinking about protecting what you own, what you have earned. And my recommendation is to consider precious metals. And the only company to do that with is Birch Gold. They're the only people that I trust. They can help you convert your IRA or 401k into a gold and silver backed IRA and 401k. A precious metal is something that has retained its value for all time. So it doesn't matter if it's world wars or if it's Joe Biden as president, this is a commodity that retains its value. I recommend Birch Gold because my family personally uses them to help diversify our finances. And I could not be happier with the service we received. Text Benny to 989898 to get a free zero obligation info kit on holding gold in a tax sheltered account. Ladies and gentlemen, make your finances Joe Biden proof. Text Benny to 989898 and go gold. Hunter Biden disclosed the text messages with a woman named Eva, the go-between, who seized on his primary point of contact for his accounts being temporarily frozen. He was trying to pay for other trysts with other girls, other models at this Russian agency, but there was a red flag on his account. Well, because this is actually illegal to pay for prostitution. In a 2020 Senate report by Chuck Grassley and Ron Johnson, Hunter Biden paid non-resident women who were nationals of Russia or Eastern European countries. The records note that these transactions were considered red flagged because of prostitution or human trafficking. So consider that when Joe Biden is announcing further sanctions on Russian oil, which is collapsing the world economy to, by the way, uh, the absolute cheers of those at the World Economic Forum who view this as a way to hasten global communism and destroy America, because that's exactly what Joe Biden is doing by doing this, that Joe Biden himself has paid by proxy for Russian hookers. Just consider that. And let's see if Joe Biden has sanctioned um, the escorts of Russia. He sanctioned their oil. He sanctioned their product. We've closed down all the McDonald's. Have we closed down the escorts that Hunter Biden was using? What a question. We really look forward to this being asked at the White House. Peter Ducey, if you're listening, take note. Hunter Biden requested Eva send one of her escorts to his cottage during the early hours of January 8th, 2019. A few hours after the escort arrived, he texted Eva asking how much it would cost for another eight hours of the escort's time. What a sick, sick freak. What a bastard. Eva said the total charge for 16 hours would be around $10,000, $9,500. Eva directed that he wire the funds to a bank account linked with a Russian email address. Here is the image of Joe Biden paying for that escort service. Less than 90 minutes later, Hunter Biden received an email informing him that Joe Biden had sent him $5,000 through Cash App. Joe Biden's assistant, Richard Ruffner, texted Hunter Biden the same minute informing him that 
he was only able to do 5,000 because of the weekly limit. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, these people are, these people are in charge of America. Ah, oh, do you wonder why the crypto market's doing what it's doing? Do you wonder why the stock market's doing what it's doing? Do you wonder why fentanyl is pouring across the border? Do you wonder why your dollar is worth less than the paper it's printed on? This is why. These people are why. Do you wonder why your mortgage is going up in flames? These people are why. They can't figure out Cash App. And they're trying to figure out the largest economy in world history. This is why. Eva chased Hunter Biden for payments for the following six weeks. He was unable to make any payments to the people with a Russian email address because of a red flag from his bank. That's why he got his accounts frozen by review by the bank. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not done yet. Joe Biden paid for the Russian hookers. Is it illegal? Well, you'd have to ask a legal mind and somebody who understands international law and somebody who understands the you know, I guess the moral obligation that you have in court to sort of prove these sort of things. But what I do know is illegal and what we do know is absolutely illegal is lying under oath. And we know that Joe Biden has lied repeatedly to the American people about our next story. And we have it in his own voice, the smoking gun of the decade, the smoking gun of the Biden administration. The corruption of the Biden family worked like this. Joe Biden is in office. The rest of the Bidens sell access to Joe Biden's office. Corrupt foreign countries, because America is such a massive nation with such a massive economy, pay the Bidens in order to get Joe to do certain things. The Chinese Communist Party was one of the favorite clients of the Bidens. So when the Chinese government and Chinese arms manufacturers were needing of special permits or special licenses or special contracts with the American government, they would go to Hunter. They'd pump him full of coke and hookers, and then they'd get him to go to Dada and get Dada to push the limits for his son. That's how it all worked. Now, Joe Biden knew this is what was happening. He knew because Joe Biden was getting his pockets and coffers filled with Chinese yuan. It was flowing in multi-millions from Chinese state-affiliated operators, including arms manufacturers and dealers going to the Biden family. Joe Biden knew about this. We always knew this, but Joe Biden denied it in public. How is Joe Biden going to deny this? Here's a voicemail left from Joe Biden on Hunter Biden's phone talking about a bombshell story from the New York Times exposing... Hunter Biden's Chinese business deals. Listen to this and tell me if this sounds like a man who doesn't know anything about what's going on. Hey, pal, it's Dad. It's 8.15 um, on uh, Wednesday night. If you get a chance, give me a call. Nothing urgent. just want to talk to you. I thought the article, at least the thing on online, that's going to be printed tomorrow in the Times, was good. I think it's clear and... uh, Anyway, um, if you get a chance, give me a call. I love you. Got it. Hey, pal, they just exposed you. They just exposed your illegal business dealings with the communist Chinese. This is uh, probably going to sink and end my political career 
in impeachment and it will end your career as a free man. You'll go to jail for this. But you know what? Everything's hunky-dory. Sounds pretty good, actually. If Joe Biden knew nothing about what Hunter Biden was doing, that call would have been a hair-on-fire scream fest of rage from his father. He would have been smashing. You would have heard vases being smashed in the background and hair being ripped out. And Joe Biden doesn't have any hair anyway, right? It's all plastic plugs. So that would have really hurt very badly. But no, Joe Biden's like, dude, dude, we dodged this bullet. We got it. We got it. Okay? We, we skipped. We skipped town. Okay? They ain't coming for us this time. Joe Biden knew. Joe Biden knew. This according to the Daily Mail. President Biden spoke with his son Hunter about his dealings with Chinese criminal. His son dubbed the spy chief of China. A voicemail reveals. The president repeatedly denied personally and throughout his press secretary that he ever talked about Hunter's foreign business dealings, despite evidence to the contrary. Overwhelming evidence. Now, in a voicemail left on Hunter's phone, the evidence has come from Joe Biden himself. Joe called Hunter on December 12th, 2018, saying he wanted to talk to him after reading the New York Times story about Hunter's business dealings with a Chinese oil giant. We've covered it on the show. The oil giant's name is CEFC. Files on Hunter's abandoned laptop previously disclosed by the Daily Mail shows that he struck a deal with the Chinese company worth millions of dollars, touting his family's connection. The Times 2018 story pointed out that CEFC, the Chinese business conglomerate, his chairman, Yi Jianming, had been arrested in China, and his top lieutenant, Patrick Ho, had been convicted in the United States of bribing African officials to help Iran evade oil sanctions. <laughs> The same oil sanctioned, these oil sanctions were leveled by Barack Obama's administration, the same administration of which Joe Biden was working for at the time. In case you wonder how this all works, in case you're wondering if this is just like a big party and you're not invited, in case you're wondering how much, how seriously these people take their own sanctions, Joe Biden's administration, when Joe Biden was vice president, they issued an oil sanctions and then the Chinese government just works with Joe Biden's kid in order to get around those sanctions. See how it works? See how it's all a big happy family? All of it's for show and all of it's to get them rich, filthy rich. And the Bidens were getting rich. Remember this last month when Elon Musk announced that he would be turning Twitter into a free speech company and that speech would be legal on the platform once more? Remember the demon screams from the left as they writhed and ripped their garments because there would be a place where conservatives might speak freely? Well, that's because the left knows that censorship and destroying conservative thoughts and ripping conservative websites down from the internet is one of their most powerful tools. It always is for the communist. That's why we host BennyJohnson.com and this show through RightForge. RightForge is the only internet server company that allows for free speech and will protect American virtues like freedom of association and thought. RightForge is the internet server company that protects the American internet and they are building their new internet right now. I totally recommend that you take your company and your products online over to RightForge at RightForge.com. RightForge.com, the real American internet.
It's revealed that Yi had met with Hunter at a Miami hotel in 2017 to discuss a partnership to invest in American infrastructure and energy deals. No amount of American energy that cannot be sold out to the communist Chinese by the Biden family. Nothing in America won't be sold lock, stock, and barrel by the Biden family to the communist Chinese. They wish for the destruction of America. They are like locusts. They are like rats. They're like plague rats. They flee whatever ship to whatever ship they think isn't going to sink. All right? One ship sinks. Doesn't matter if they nod the hole in the hull of the ship. They'll flee to the next one. That's how it works. How it's always worked. It's why we must smash the elites. It's why we must smash this system. Because it won't get any better until we rise up from the grassroots, not systemic change. No, 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 no. The system is too broken. We must come from the grassroots up. Run for school board. That's how it starts. And it's happening. The Great Awakening is here. But we'll see if we have a country left by the time we get the reins of power. Let's see. The gray lady, the New York Times, said it was unclear whether Hunter Biden had struck any business deals with CEFC, not knowing at the time the depths of the connection. After seeing the story online, Joe called Hunter and left a voicemail. Hey, pal, it's Dad. On Wednesday night, if you get a chance, give me calls. Nothing urgent. I want to talk to you. They're about to release an article on you. Anyway, give me a chance to give me a call. I think it was good. I think you're in the clear. I think you're in the clear. I think you're in the clear. That doesn't sound like somebody who doesn't know anything about Hunter Biden's business dealings. That sounds like somebody who knows everything that's going on with Hunter Biden's business dealings and is saying, uh, hey, we got away with it. Smoking gun. I thought the article released online, going to be printed tomorrow in the Times, was good. Why would it be good? This is an article detailing Hunter Biden's corrupt business dealings. It's good because Joe Biden knows the depths of the corruption and Joe Biden's laughing, saying these cucks fell for it again. They're covering our asses. They fell for it. They're not going to report the full story. New York Times, of course, is a PR firm for the DNC. They love Joe Biden. Without the New York Times and the CNN and Washington Post and MSNBC, we wouldn't have a Joe Biden presidency. He is a full and total. This entire family is a complete and total creation of the corporate press. And that is why the corporate press is invested in keeping them around because without the corporate press, they wouldn't be around. The corporate press just did a scratch, like not even a hard scratch, like the scratch like you would of a lotto ticket to see what's underneath, to see the numbers underneath. You'd find out everything. Tony Bobulinski sitting there on Tucker Carlson's show. No one asked him a question. The message in files surface in the face of the president's repeated denials that he ever discussed Hunter's overseas business dealings with his son. Trust me on this. The Democrat Party does not want Joe Biden to run again. There's a breaking story right now out of Politico saying that Joe Biden's very irritated, irked is exactly the word, that other Democrats won't get behind his 2024 run. Now, what the Bidens do is, this is the operation, you utilize power to enrich yourself, but you also utilize power to protect yourself. It's also very powerful to be in control of the Department of Justice. It's it's very powerful to be control of the law enforcement apparatchiks in this country. You can see that in Merrick Garland. You can see that in what Biden prosecutes and how they go about redefining what law is in this nation. So terrorist is you. 
a parent and me, a parent who loves their child. You are now defined as a terrorist based on our Department of Justice. Not a terrorist are the leftists who stormed the Arizona State Capitol and had to be driven away with shock bang grenades and tear gas. That's not a terrorist. It's also not an insurrectionist. They stormed the Arizona State Capitol and they locked various members of that legislature into their halls on fear for their lives. Riot police had to be called in in Arizona in order to stop a leftist mob this weekend, not a couple of years ago, this weekend, from killing lawmakers because they had a sad about not being able to commit homicide against innocent babies. Very sad day for the left. They are not an insurrectionist or a terrorist. The grandmother, the grandmother who wandered through with a teeny little American flag she got from a convenience store, Walmart. That lady who wandered through and took selfies inside the Capitol when the police opened the doors for her, that's an insurrectionist. That's a terrorist. Are you seeing the goal here? The goal is when you control law enforcement and you control the bodies of power, then you get to define the terms. Justice is not blind. Law is not blind. The, ta- the statue is a fraud. The lady with the blindfold holding the scales of justice is fraudulent. The blindfold's completely off and her eyes are turned in the direction of the DNC and she does their bidding. We're not big fans of Mitch McConnell on this program. We rail against Mitch McConnell a lot, but got to give the guy his due. Got to call balls and strikes here, ladies and gentlemen. Mitch McConnell kept Merrick Garland a deranged sociopath off the Supreme Court, and he deserves a pat on the back for that one. Took some brass balls to do it. There's a lot of pressure, and Mitch McConnell did not allow this dangerous man on the Supreme Court. And as we ask every single elected candidate or elected member of Congress, will you impeach Secretary Mayorkas? Will you vote to impeach Merrick Garland? He is the worst attorney general in American history. He's released statements twice last week, essentially saying that he intends on violating the Supreme Court's order, the highest justice in the land is the Supreme Court, as it is designed constitutionally. Merrick Garland's just passing through. Merrick Garland, he's going to come and go, right? Attorney generals come and go. They serve at the whim of the president. The constitutionally established rule of law in the land comes from the Supreme Court, and then power emanates from the Supreme Court through the legislative bodies and through the various judicial bodies, and they must follow the rulings. Merrick Garland openly defied the Supreme Court rulings on the Second Amendment and Roe v. Wade last week. You want to talk about the destruction of institutions. You want to talk about why the rot is so deep at the top that we cannot just take over the institutions and change them? Why you have to just do full-on abolishing and re- reimagining and restarting of these institutions. Hopefully in like states like Florida and Texas, that's how you start to fix this absolute dumpster fire that is our federal government. The reason why you have to do it like that is because they are so corrupt, they can't be saved. Merrick Garland is so corrupt, he can't be saved. He's got to be impeached. Got to make an example. Got to be impeached. So what happens if you impeach Merrick Garland and Secretary Mayorkas, who's in charge of the Department of Homeland Security, and they deserve to be impeached? 
What happens if you impeach those two guys? What happens if you go all the way up to Joe Biden and you kick Joe Biden out of office? Well, what you're left with is someone named Kamala Hyena, who laughs like a hyena and has such pearls of wisdom, such shiny pearls of like deep wisdom that they just must be, you just must like sit back and appreciate them. Kamala Harris, for instance, yesterday did her first sit-down interview after multi-millions of children were taken off of death row in America and allowed to be liberated from the convenience of the slaughter of the unborn, of which Kamala is in full favor of. Kamala herself not having the selflessness or the personal value to ever find a loving relationship herself. Kamala herself never became a mother. Just soulless, endless power gobbling and careerism is what Kamala Harris did for her entire personal career. And look where it's gotten her. She's a sad, miserable, empty vessel who lives on the whims of whatever approval poll seems to be floated across her desk from whatever abused staffer who is ready to quit. And she's lost, I think, like 279 staffers so far after becoming vice president. Absolutely nobody wants to work for her. And maybe that's because she never woke up on Christmas morning and went downstairs to see the joy in the eyes of her own children. Maybe that's because Kamala Harris has no personal warmth and has no personal identity at all. Kamala Harris doesn't even know how to pronounce her own name. Kamala Harris simply is a creation of what the dominant humanist forces in our culture demand that she become. What a sad, empty, miserable, soulless life. And that's why you get comments like this with Kamala Harris describing what motherhood is like from somebody who never had the selflessness to become a mother. Watch. The, the court actually took a constitutional right that has been recognized for half a century and took it from the women of America. That's shocking. When you think about it, in terms of what that means, in terms of democratic principles, in terms of the ideals upon which we were founded about liberty, about freedom. Um, you know, I thought about it as, you know, a parent. We have two children who are in their 20s, a son and a daughter. I thought about it as a godparent of teenagers. I thought of it as an aunt of, of, of preschool children. And a woman yourself. And a woman myself. And the daughter of a woman. And a granddaughter of a woman. And, you know, my husband and I are actually talking about it. We have a 23-year-old, and my mother-in-law is in her 80s. Our daughter will not know the rights for the, for the amount of time that my mother-in-law knew these rights. Deeply painful for us watching that interview that Matt Walsh of The Daily Wire was not the one conducting the interview. CNN would be wise to hire him and have him in moments like that, sitting across from Kamala saying, I'm the daughter of a woman and the granddaughter of a woman. And what would Matt Walsh say? He'd say, what is a woman? 
And Kamala Harris would go. <laughs> Batman, you foiled me again. <laughs> Joker laugh. Kamala wouldn't know what to say. It was a perfect moment. What a bunch of blather. Let's set this straight. Kamala isn't a mother. Kamala never had the strength or selflessness to become a mother herself. And Kamala doesn't want other women to become mothers. She wants women to engage in soulless, gut-wrenching careerism. She wants the companies that women work for to pay four grand for them to travel across state lines and get abortions so they can get right back to work on Monday. Because that's what's most valuable. Your hourly job at Kroger's is certainly more valuable than waking up on Christmas morning to see the joy in the eyes of your children who are a divine and spiritual creation. They're not from you, they're from God, and they are precious in his sight. Jesus does love the little children. And so that's why the overturning of Roe v. Wade is historic. It is historic in these regards. How many of you have lived through a moment where millions, nay, hundreds of millions of lives will be saved? We know that 63 million Americans were killed. Those are the numbers that we know of via abortion. It's hard to pin down those numbers because they're not forthright. Planned Parenthood says that only 3% of their business is conducting abortions, yet there are dozens of Planned Parenthoods closing down all around America after Roe v. Wade was struck down. Why would that be if it was only 3% of their business? How many abortions have actually been performed in America? We're not sure. But we know that tens of millions of babies died because of this fabrication of a constitutional right. Because of this fraudulent smokescreen, a lie that was told for 50 years that there is a constitutional right to an abortion in our Constitution. It wasn't real in 1973 when Roe was decided, and it's not real today, and now Roe is gone. But what's been left in its wake? Well, tens of millions of people, tens of millions of innocent, blameless children were slaughtered, but now that Roe is overturned, tens of millions of children will live. So you are living through a historic moment. Tens of children, tens of millions of lives will be saved because of what we just witnessed and because of the hard work of the activists for 50 years who did the work, marched in the March for Life, advocated and pushed laws and wrote laws and changed hearts and minds on this issue. And we won. D-Day and the Holocaust is another time in American history where tens of millions were freed from slaughter. The Civil War and the emancipation of slaves was another time when tens of millions were freed. You could look at segregation, institutionalized segregation in America. And while there were deaths associated with it, it was dehumanizing. So the death toll may not be up there, but it was certainly dehumanizing for tens of millions of people. It was wrong. It was wrongly decided by the Supreme Court in Dred Scott and Brown v. Education. And the Supreme Court overruled it, thus liberating tens of millions of Americans. It's that time that you are living through right now today. 
That is the time that we are living through. This current day is similar to D-Day or the victory of the Civil War and the Emancipation Proclamation, the end of segregation, and the introduction of civil rights for all Americans. Those are the days that we live in. And your grandchildren will ask you one day, what was it like June 24th, 2022? Grandpa or grandma, your grandchildren will ask you this. And then they will thank you for being born. They will thank you for your fight. And they will curse people like Kamala Harris. They will curse Kamala Harris because she did not fight for what we now know to be universal, universally true, which is that a child has a potential for life and we mustn't steal that or deprive them of that. They will look at Kamala Harris and Joe Biden and their ilk and the rabid frothing at the mouth leftists roaming our streets and committing insurrections in our nation right now, and they will be ashamed of them. They will be looked at as the Bull Connors or the Confederates of history. They will be looked at as the people who are on the wrong side, not on the side of human rights, not on the side of the American way, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, chiefly among them is life. No, no. They will be looked at as evil, and they belong in that category. Kamala Harris is indeed evil. And you can tell in this CNN interview, here's Kamala Harris's answer on what to do now with abortion rights. What do you say to Democratic voters who argue, wait a minute, we worked really hard to elect a Democratic president yeah. and vice president, yeah. Democratic-led House, yeah. a Democratic-led Senate. Do it now. But do what now? Uh, what now? I mean, we, we need, we, listen, what we did, we extended the child tax credit for the well, first I'm year. Well, I'm sorry, when I say right? do what, yeah. do it now, yeah. act uh, legislatively to make abortion rights legal. We feel the same way. It, do it now. Congress needs to do it now in terms of permanently putting in place a, a, a clear indication that it is the law of the land that women have the ability and the right to make decisions about their reproductive care, and the government does not have the right to make those decisions for a woman. Do what now? Do what now? And just in case you're wondering if Kamala Harris cares about your life. She certainly doesn't care about the lives of the unborn. How about the lives of the born people? Well, here's what Kamala had to say as it pertains to the real pain that you are feeling. She clearly doesn't care about fetal pain, which is real and measured and scientifically confirmed. And she certainly doesn't care about your current pain that she is causing. Kamala Harris asked about gas prices. She said this. Is there anything else you can do to help bring down the cost of gas? Yeah, well, first of all, let's just say that this is this is a very real issue, and um, we have to do something about it. And it's one of our highest priorities as an administration. This is a very real issue, and we have to do something about it. Doesn't that give you confidence? Don't you just when you go to the pump and you're paying six, seven dollars a gallon? Doesn't that just give you confidence? that the second most powerful person in America, arguably, knows that it's a real issue and that something must be done about it. Real adults in charge, real adults. Speaking of people who are adult children, 
an entire show built around clucking adult children. The View said yesterday that Clarence Thomas will vote to re-enslave himself. Yes, Whoopi Goldberg said Clarence Thomas is going to be voting to not only re-enslave himself, but then to uh, resegregate America, thus ending his own marriage to a white woman. Whoopi Goldberg issued a stark warning to Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, suggesting that his marriage to a white woman, Ginny Thomas, might be up for a debate in the future because of the court's ruling on Dobbs v. Jackson overturning Roe v. Wade. The ruling announced on Friday overturned Roe v. Wade, and Casey and The View discussed it. It was really a thing to behold. Please check out Whoopi Goldberg talking about constitutional law, something she's certain. I mean, we, we should have her arguing court cases for the left before the Supreme Court. It would be ending spectacularly every time. Take it away, Whoopi. Nothing is pressing anymore. Well, you better hope that they don't come for you, Clarence, and say you should not be married to your wife who happens to be white. Because they will move that. And you better hope that nobody says, you know, well, you're not in the Constitution. You're back to being a quarter of a person. Because that's not going to work either. So interesting comment there from Whoopi Goldberg. You hope they better not come for you, Clarence, because you're married to your wife who happens to be white. Because they will move back, and you better hope that nobody says, you know, you're not in the Constitution. You're going back to a quarter of a person, because that's not going to work either. All right, uh, quick history lesson here for uh, Whoopi Goldberg, whose real name is Karen. Did you know this? Whoopi Goldberg's a stage name. Karen, a perfect meme of a Karen right there, Whoopi. Uh, Quick history lesson. So the three-fifths of a person, the institutionalized segregation, slavery of other human beings, you can get just darker and darker and darker and more evil and more evil and more evil. All of them are platforms of the Democratic Party at one point in time. In fact, the Ku Klux Klan was itself a tool, essentially a arsenal for the Democrat Party to enforce and to terrorize free blacks and Republicans. In the opening charter of the KKK, they talk about using the KKK in order to rid the country of blacks and Republicans. Whoopee, look it up. So Brown versus Board of Education and the Dred Scott decision that dehumanized and instituted segregation in this country, well, those decisions were actually passed and championed by Democrats. That's your party, Whoopi Goldberg. The South that broke away from the Union and fought a war that took one million American lives. The only war, to my knowledge, that was fought to free slaves around the world. This was the only war, and it was a costly, bloody, horrific war, fought by primarily white people to free black people. Uh, And then a white president, who was a Republican, signed the Emancipation Proclamation to free the slaves, even though the Supreme Court objected to this. That's a fact. Abraham Lincoln... Not part of your party. You are a partisan Democrat, and you get paid to be one on TV every single day. Where is your apology for the pain and the suffering and the humiliation the Democrats have wrought on black people? And you are sitting there talking to a conservative black Supreme Court justice who is doing the exact same thing that other righteous justices did in overturning horrific rulings that led to pain and death around the nation. That is precisely what Clarence Thomas did. 
with in overturning Roe v. Wade. He wrote his own concurrence because he wanted to go even farther. He wanted to strike down precedent in the Supreme Court of various ways to decide things. I'm not smart enough. I didn't go to law school. I'm no lawyer. So I can't really, can't really opine on it. But based on my reading, Clarence Thomas is a righteous dude. And Clarence Thomas is trying to right the wrongs of the court. Just like the court did in overturning Brown versus Board of Education, overturning Dred Scott. By the way, all of the things you just accused Clarence Thomas of is what Democrats did historically to black people. So maybe a little introspection, Whoopi Goldberg. In case you are wondering if the Joe Biden and leftist cult are indeed a cult of death, we have one final story to prove it to you this morning. 46 bodies found in a truck carrying migrants from San Antonio in a crash human trafficking operation. Sickening results here of Joe Biden's border policy. The border is open, and now the most evil people on planet Earth are running our border. They are using our border to traffic impoverished migrants in inhumane conditions, and now there are nearly 50 bodies piled up in San Antonio, Texas, packed into a truck. 16 people, 12 adults, 4 children were transported to a local hospital with heat-related injuries. We do not know the full death count yet, but we do know the blame. Greg Abbott said it on Twitter, and it's true. The blame is on Joe Biden and his open border policies that allowed for this horrific, inhumane injustice. The people who died in the tractor trailer were migrants believed to have been transported as part of a human smuggling operation. Same human smuggling operation that Joe Biden paid for when he was paying for Hunter Biden's hookers. And to follow up, ladies and gentlemen, on a story we covered yesterday, Nancy Pelosi did shove the child of Myra Flores. Speaking of another migrant family being abused by Democrats, Nancy Pelosi caught on video shoving Myra Flores' kid. But you see, Nancy Pelosi has a special explanation for this. Nancy Pelosi, according to the Daily Mail, says that this was her trying to get her daughter into the shot. This is her trying to get her daughter into the video, into the program. It's the video, ladies and gentlemen, that just popped off the back of our screen here. Don't worry, we back. Sam, we got to fix that. Told you. Nancy Pelosi is pushing the daughter of Myra Flores into the shot in the swearing-in ceremony. That's what Nancy Pelosi says. Speaker Pelosi, spokesman Drew Hamill, denied Flores' allegation and said that she was trying to ensure the youngster remained in the frame. That's right. So in case you're wondering how this all works, shoving a child out of a photo means you're trying to get them into the photo. Slaughtering wholesale millions, tens of millions of children means you're trying to save the children. And that's called health care. And institutional racism and segregation against Americans is equity and justice. Just in case you're trying to keep up with the vernacular. Paying for Hunter Biden's prostitutes is called an investment in Russian energy. Ladies and gentlemen, we are investing in the future of America. We are doing so on this show. We do so every single day by having our priorities correct. And those priorities are thus. 
God, family, country, in that order. We are free men and women. We were born that way, and we intend to stay that way. That's why we do the show every single day, and we do it with your help. We thank you for watching. We appreciate your support, and we will be back tomorrow. My name is Benny Johnson. This is The Benny Show.